So welcome to Table Talk, where each week I unpack ideas and insights from Christian theology and spirituality that help you become calmer, better, just just a downright great human being. My name's Brett Silfer, I'm the pastor at The Table, a church in Saxe, Texas, and I'm excited to jump into our topic for today. So our question is, how do you confront someone with a hard truth? I want to give you five tips for how to do that really well. All right, so we'll jump right in. So step number one is own your part. This might seem like a strange place to begin because we're talking about how to confront others, yet it's so easy to go into a confrontation with the idea that you are the angel and they are the demon, when the reality is that most of the time there is something you can own, especially if there was a mutual fight or an argument with heated emotions and hurtful words spoken by both of you. You can't go into the conversation ready to address their stuff without first addressing your own. So start the conversation by owning your part. Of course, in situations of physical abuse or um, sexual abuse, like when someone, they're just super out of line. Of course, that's different. But, but those would be the exceptions rather than the rule. All right, step two, be clear, be kind. Ephesians 4.15 uh, says, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. And it's that first part that jumps out at me, speaking the truth in love. That's the trick, isn't it? On the one hand, in the name of loving someone, we're often not straightforward or honest. We dance around our topic. We're unclear because we don't want to hurt their feelings. On the other hand, we can also find ourselves speaking the truth without love. I mean, we're a straight shooter, but we just come across like a big jerk, and our words are rarely, if ever, received. So what we've got to do is have love and truth kiss each other in our confrontations. So that's the second. Be clear, be kind. Step three, ask, don't tell. Oftentimes we go into a confrontation with a lot of assumptions. We assume we know where they're coming from when they said that thing that hurt our feelings. We just know why they did what they did, and now we're full of righteous indignation. This will kill you. This will humiliate and humble you. Learn from my failures, my friends. Never assume anything. So instead of saying, you said this, and I know why you said this, is because you were thinking such and such, or so last week when you yelled at me, I knew, I just knew it was because, no, no, ask. When you said such and such, what did you mean? Now, you're going to feel ridiculous because you're oh so sure that you already know. Don't assume. And by the way, when they give you a reason, believe them. Unless you have some reason not to. In which case, you might ask a follow-up question. So, it's not X, Y, or Z? Because I was thinking it was. Again, trust their answer. Because if they're lying, it will come out eventually. Step four. Use I language, not you language. This is helpful because it helps us with both of the above points. It helps us be kinder. It helps us ask more questions because you know, we have to frame it in a way of, hey, last week we got in that screaming match. I really had my feelings hurt. I kind of felt like it. I really didn't matter to you. Perhaps that's true or not true, but it's kind of how I felt. So instead of Hey, last week when we got in that screaming match, you're the biggest jerk in the world. You're out of line. You're the worst. See, that's accusatory. 
And by the way, this is not some slavish rule where you can never say you in a confrontation. It's simply a helpful model to sort of reframe the conversation in terms of your own perspective and feelings, and it invites people to own their part rather than forcing it on them. Step five, get a mediator. Perhaps you're new to this, or you just don't trust the person, or the situation is so delicate that you or the other person just flat out needs some help. Don't hesitate to reach out for help. Of course, the person you ask to be the third party needs to be spiritually and emotionally mature. They need to be someone neutral in the conflict. No conflicts of interest. They need to be agreed upon by both parties. And finally, they have to be strong and willing to call you and the other person out on your crap. They can't be a mousy peacekeeper. They need to be relatively comfortable in these types of situations. So that's the five tips. Own your part. Be clear, be kind. Ask, don't tell. Use I, not you language. Get a mediator. I hope you find them useful at home, at work, or wherever you find yourself on the journey. That's all for today. If you enjoyed this podcast, uh, please go ahead and subscribe and uh, leave a review. And uh, I thank you so much for taking the time to listen in. Grace and peace.